rock. Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho, ho! My gosh, good golly. It's a brand new episode of Song a Week, the podcast that brings you a brand new Don't Stop or We'll Die song a week. I'm one of your co-hosts, Paul Russ. Next to me is uh, my fellow co-host, Michael Cassidy. It's me. I'm right next to you. We're together again. It's yes. Wednesday. It's brand new song Ooh, day. Speaking of Wednesday, Mike, if you're listening to this on the day of its release tomorrow, come out. Check out a show that we are doing in Los Angeles at Los the Angeles. Lodge Room in in the specific neck of the woods, Los Angeles. What's it called, Mikey? That'd be over there in Highland Park, California, Ooh. Paul. On the east side of L.A., there's an old Masonic Lodge uh-huh. that, you know, the Masons couldn't afford to retrofit it for earthquakes, so they had to give it up, and then they got made into this dope performance venue. We're playing with the Sloppy Boys. Mm-hmm. We're playing with Townland. That'll be on for you if this is August 3rd release day. Tomorrow, August 4th. Yeah, great lineup. Check it out. Now, Mike, that is a, a, a will be a night where we go out and, uh, you know, we might be having instruments in front of us. Yeah, we might. And we might be creating music that we kind of put out into the world. But it's got me thinking of scenarios where we have gear in front of us, but we're not putting out into the world. We're sort of going out taking out from the world and bringing it to us. Oh, and I can't even like think Harvesting of... things. Yes, yes. And not a field. Hmm. Catching things, perhaps. Yeah. I don't even know why snaring. my mind's going there. It's trapping just Trapping things. Trapping, snaring. Catching. Catching, catching. is a good word. Yeah. What, what kind of a gear... What kind of a gear are you picturing? What, instead of a bass guitar, say, strapped around your shoulder that you're plucking with your hands. Yeah, something shaped like that that is used to catch a fishing pole. Mike, I'm thinking about fishing. Oh, you got fishing on the brain today. I must have had a dream about fishing last night that I don't even remember, but I can only recall when I'm talking about this right now. That's right. You might have had that dream again where a fish's tail is swap, flapping your face <laughs> yes. uh, over and over again and you can't move away. And it's seed, uh, <laughs> take me to the river, drop me in the water because I pushed a button right below it. Yeah, this is a recurring nightmare of Paul's that I don't mean to even air this out on air, Paul. Sorry. It's okay. But it's good to be open about these things. It I is. think it is, honestly, it is good for that dream. Got to air it out. And and I haven't been fishing, Paul, for realsy, realsy, in a long time. When yeah. I was a kid, I used to go once in a while. Tell me. Tell me about it. Let's talk about fishing. When did you, uh, what's your earliest memory of fishing? I would go to local parks in, um, Fort Dodge, where I grew up. Fun. Um, and I had like my own little set of gear, but I never really mm-hmm. did it enough to have like mm-hmm. good stuff. So mm-hmm. I would go with a pal, my friend Dan, mm-hmm. or sometimes with my friend Pat. Now, when uh, you say a, are... when you say a park in Fort Dodge, Mike, you, there's a pond in there, and there's a body of water yeah. that you and uh, your friends can walk to. Yeah. Oh yeah. You go down to Crawford Snell Park. Oh, you're gonna find a little river that goes through to it's more I don't know if it's a pond necessarily mm-hmm. but there's a little bit of a, the falls you know mm-hmm. unless there hasn't been a lot of rain that year yep, but then you go yep. you know and I, I didn't ever really get very good at it uh-huh. caught a bunch of the little ones that you hey, throw back that not nothing that's not nothing, no. And I would go with friends who kind of did no fishing stuff, and we we were very young though. This was like pre. This was probably elementary into middle school. I would okay. say were yeah. my fishing years. And that that's... sounds like a real uh, Mark Twain boyhood. Boy, you know what? It did have elements of it there for a while. Those middle school years, in particular, kind of before I got huge 
before my world started revolving around film and video games, mm, it really mm-hmm. did kind of have that small town quality of like, oh, I'll walk down here and what? Ooh, what if uh, we play uh, just you know, it's not the song uh-huh. that we're presenting today, but what if just for fun you play a riff that's um, and we sing over it. Um, uh, before I was 8-bit, I was Mark Twain. Oh, yeah! Ooh, that kind of fits here. Before it was 8-bit, I was Mark Twain. Yes, before, before I was, was 8-bit, 8-bit, can we say I instead yeah. of it? Before, before I was 8-bit, 8-bit I, I was Mark, Mark Twain. Twain. Yes, before, before I was 8-bit, 8-bit I was Mark Twain. Before you would put the cables in, I was painting his fence. <laughs> That's great. So, oh my gosh, Mike, I bet there's people right now who are going, why isn't this the song a week? I wish they had fully produced this song and I was getting to hear it. Sorry, but maybe it will be. Yeah, maybe it will be. Maybe another time. <laughs> they're, they're, historically, we have taken little little bits and bops from episodes. That's true. And and grown them. We, we threw yes. a little fishing line yes. into an episode and caught a little musical fish. Yes, yes. We pulled it yeah. out. We cooked it up into a song a week, but it doesn't happen very much. And, you know, those songs come from all over the place. We Yes, we, and, I, and I say in jest, Mike... Nobody's heart is breaking really about uh, not getting to hear a full saga before I was 8-bit, yeah. I was Mark Twain. You're going to have to deal with those 10 seconds, and that's just going to have to be enough. So what about you, Paul? Did you do any fishing coming up? Mm, well, I did a lot of fishing growing up. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the last time I did some fishing was probably about five or six years ago, so I would say I've you know, relatively speaking, have been uh, fishing recently enough. Gosh, Paul, you remind me. I, about five years ago for me, too, mm-hmm. I went fishing, like, at, uh, uh, ocean fishing in Florida oh. and got a big fish. I totally forgot about that. That's what like big my, fish? A, a, my, my sole adult fishing experience. I don't even know what the name of the fish that's was. A, now. You don't have to even know the fish. It doesn't matter. Just I the fact I that you could, caught though. a big old fish. I, that's how now now you know the value that catching fish has in my life that I don't remember the kind of fish that I caught. That's the kind of thing I should have on well, deck for bragging all the time. All you need to know is that you caught it. Was it uh, uh, Albert Finney from Big Fish? It was Albert Finney. That's what the name of it was. Albert Finney. That's Finn. Right. That's oh right. my gosh. Uh, the fact that uh, every late night talk show host just didn't jump on the <laughs> fact that the movie Big Fish starred Albert Finn E. Yeah. Albacore Finn E was the star of Big Fish. Yeah, I, I mean, that was fodder. That was just throwing chum to the sharks. Sheer fodder. (laughs) But yes, I grew up, uh, a lot of times, you know, we both grew up in the same neck of the woods of Iowa. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would, uh, my family and I, my father and I, we would go uh, fishing at uh, the lakes of Yankton, South Dakota, Mikey. You might have heard of Yankton from your Deadwood uh, TV series. You might have heard it where John McTiernan, director of Die Hard and The Hunt for Rod October, was imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Was imprisoned wow. in the uh, Yankton uh, Penitentiary. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I know his crimes, but I don't know why the times are well, happening there. You grew up going to Yankton to fish. These are the stories that you live with your whole life. That's right. <laughs> this that's is right. Your, this yes. is your upbringing that yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, and I loved it. Uh, we would go and, uh, you know, I look back on it probably uh, 
with more holding on more to the fond memories than the memories of sometimes boredom, mm. sometimes restlessness that can happen when waiting and being patient for a fish. Isn't that the whole thing of fishing? That's the whole Zen, mm-hmm. the, 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 the Buddhist approach is like, yes. you can't be impatient and catch fish. That's the whole thing, right? The lesson that I was yeah. le- imparted with as a youth was like, the value of sitting still and waiting and just being patient, which is impossible for, you know, whatever, nine or ten year olds yes. or whatever I was. So was this a, were these family trips, Paul? Were you going with your folks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sisters? Yep, with my sisters and then sometimes, yeah, just me and my dad. Uh but ah. yeah, but what you're saying, Mike, a, a watched you know, they say a watched pot never boils, but a watched lake never catches a fish for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is what you're saying. Yeah, and if you uh if you catch a fish and throw it back, that's like also a Zen thing, right? Like, yeah. oh, the, the, it was the it was the moment of catching it that was the value, not the fish. You're entering back into the cycle of and life now, of giving and giving back, and taking and giving back. I can give that pleasure to someone else, but that's this cool. Fishing. But that fish that I caught five years ago, that beautiful uh, Helmer Gorgeous. bluefin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we we cooked and ate that one, and that was a cool hey, experience. That's right. the only time I've ever caught a piece of like got caught caught a piece of food on my own and we cooked it and ate wow. it. Wow. Think fun. of how ancient that is, Mikey. Think of how many previous you've had more previous generations of your bloodline, lifeline, whatever catching and eating their own stuff than have not. That's true. Most likely. Getting back to my roots, my Viking, my Scandinavian yes, roots. Yes, yes. Uh, my Irish uh, my Irish kin. But the zenness that you speak of, Mike I've really lately, um, and maybe it's uh, amidst COVID, I've started thinking, I think I could really hook <laughs> hook into uh, 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 fishing now. The, the, it's particularly the Zen part of it, mm. particularly the 21st century part of it, of set your phone aside. Ooh. People know you're fishing, so like, hey, you can't be reached right now. Yep, you're doing... Just- my buddies and my cooler and my my fishing room. Yeah, or maybe or by yourself. Hell, yeah, just completely alone. Talk about ancient times. Wow, that would that. Why does that sound so attractive to me? Maybe that is where we're just where we're at our headspace. We want to just go out and be on a boat on a lake and catching fish. Kind of like this podcast is catching fish. Yeah. We're, we're constantly kind of um, stirring up. Musical ideas every yep. once in a while want to yep. pop out. Yeah, we but but a, a watched pot of boiling song water <laughs> never fully produces precisely itself. Mike, That's... hey, this is all this fish talk has got me thinking. Heck, why don't we have our already previously recorded song? Be about fishing. Oh, that's a good idea, Mark. God, that's crazy how well that worked out, and I really enjoyed hearing about your fishing experience, guys. Same. Paul and I have never talked about these same. Things. I know that's the doors that are <laughs> getting unlocked with this podcast. I've never been told. Um, well, true t- stories from Iowa, folks, and we're gonna give you a brand new song. But before we do that, maybe we take a little break here. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Don't stop or we'll die presents. 
ten things you'll learn by listening to Star Wars Minute. Number one, Harry Shearer did some of the voices in the original Star Wars. Number two, George Lucas originally wanted Anakin Skywalker to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Number three, it took three puppeteers to operate Jabba the Hutt in Return of the Jedi, including one smoking a cigar. Number four, in The Empire Strikes Back, they tested to see if Yoda could be played by a monkey. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, he couldn't. Number five, Luke Skywalker's nickname in high school was Wormy. <laughs> Number six, because he knew Uncle Owen would never let Luke leave to be a Jedi, Obi-Wan killed him and Aunt Beru and made it look like the work of Imperial Stormtroopers. Number seven, in The Phantom Menace, Liam Neeson talks into a lady's razor thinking it's a communicator, I guess. Number eight, only one actor has appeared in all 11 Star Wars films. Ooh, number nine, director J.J. Abrams insisted that several characters in the sequel films are named in honor of Beastie Boy songs. Number 10, ooh, boy, nerds like us, we sure do love talking about Star Wars. It's true, so if you like listening to nerds talk about Star Wars, check out one of our favorite podcasts, Star Wars Minute, wherever you get podcasts, on YouTube or at StarWarsMinute.com. Okay, Mike, now before we present our next song, how about we give a little credit where credit's due for it? A fabulous idea. Corey's Cabbage was written and sung by Michael Cassidy and Paul Rust. Piano by Michael Cassidy. Guitar, bass, and drums by Amin Zarukian. Song produced by Amin Zarukian. Show produced by Michael Mookie Blakelock. And Mike, another fun thing about our next song is that it was selected by folks over at our Patreon. Ooh, that's right, Paul. We put up a few musical nuggets, little mm -hmm. musical ideas. Demos. They listened to the MP3s. They voted on a poll over on the Patreon. Yeah. Those folks chose to pursue Corey's cabbage. Yeah, so we went ahead and wrote it and produced it, and there's a whole other bunch of fun things to do over mm. at the patreon.com slash don't stop or we'll die. Ooh, yeah, Paul, we do two bonus episodes every month. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to listen this coming Saturday, yeah. we're doing we're doing a bonus episode where it's the songwriting session for the following song a week that comes out fully produced the next week. Yeah, so you get to hear it a little bit earlier. Little sneaky peeky. Okay, Mike, so without further ado, let's present our new song, Corey's Cabbage. Did I tell you that I 
Hey, thanks for listening. We're Don't Stop or We'll Die. See you next song a week. 